KMTT, Kim Itzion Tetzei Torah. And this is Ezubek, and today is Wednesday, Chavtet Hadar, Erev Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Chodesh HaGeula. And today's shir is by Harav Benjamin Tavori, the shir, the weekly shir, the weekly mitzvah. Sefer Vayikra begins with the laws of Karbanos, and the first carbon we meet in Parshas Vayikra is Karban Ola. The order of the Torah in Parshas Vayikra has the Karbanos of Ola. After Ola, we have the Karban Mincha, then we have Shlamim, Chatas Asham. The order seems to be, first are kabanos which come binidava, Ola, Mincha, and Shlamim come binidava. a person volunteers to bring these kabanos, and then comes the parsha of Chatas and Asham, which are kabanos Chalva, which are a requirement to bring. Micham Levovich pointed out that in, in parsha Sav, the order of the Torah is different. There the Torah starts Again, with Karban Ola, again continues with Minchas, with Menachas, but instead of putting Shlamim as it did in Vayikra, it has Chatas and Asham before Shlamim. The order of Karban Nedava as opposed to Karban Chalva is found in Vayikra. The order in Tzav is the order of Kache Kadashim before Kachim Kalim. Shlamim is Kachim Kalim, and Kache Kadashim come first. The parsha of Ayikra was given to Bnei Yisrael. We were told when to bring karbanos. So therefore, the order that was given to us was a, a distinction between the karbanos nedava and the karbanos chalva. With in parsha Sab, where the tzivui was given to the kohanim, the mitzvah was given to the kohanim to take care of the karbanos. There was given the order of the chumra of the karban, namely first we would have kachei kadashim, and then afterwards we would have kachim kalim. The Torah tells us Adam ki yakiv mikem karban Mashem, if a person brings a carbon, and he tells you what to do, it tells you the laws of the carbon, and at the end of the parsha of, of the carbon ola, it says, This carbon is a reach nichoach, it says, V'samach yadu arosha ola, v'nirtzalo l'chaper the Nirzala Lechaparalav we'll get back to later, but this seems to be the function of the carbon. But the Torah doesn't tell us who should bring the carbon. The Torah doesn't tell us under what circumstances a person should bring this particular carbon. It, the Torah just says a statement, Im If a person brings the carbon, who really should bring a carbon? So Rashi and Chumash already raised the issue, and he said, why do you have to bring a carbon Ola at all? The Nirzala, what is the Ritzli? So the Rashi says, Amal Meratzeh. What is the Ritzli for? In Tomer Akrisos, Misa Bezno, Misa Benishamein, Malkos, if it's referring to some specific type of Avera that has a very specific type of Onesh, like a of Kares, or a of Misa, or a of Malkos, Harayon Shanamur, that's already written in the Torah. So this must be, the Ola must be somehow relating to something that is not have an onish that does not have an onish in the Torah, 
But yet, the person has to somehow make up for the fact that he did something wrong. So what is it? So Rashi says, So Eina Meratze, Ela al Lav Shanita That means an error of omission. A person did not do a mitzvah asay. A person um, did not bench. A person did not uh, make kiddush on Shabbos. He was mevatel in asay. He did not do the mitzvah asay. So in which case, he brings an ola. He doesn't have to bring an ola, but he could bring an ola. Lechaper ola. That ola somehow would work. The Ramban mentions the same source that Rashi does. But then he says, another reason found in the Medrash in Vayikra Rabbah, Tanu Reb Shem Yochai, Eina Ola Ba'a El Al Hirhurei Averas Halev. The Ola comes for bad intentions. Hirhurim, a person has bad thoughts. And he quotes the Psukim in Eov Psukim in Tanakh to explain that an Ola might come not for a specific act that a person did, but a person who thoughts, and those thoughts only known to God, not known to human beings. Human beings have no share in such an Avera. Therefore, he, the Ramban adds, according to that, I understand why an Ola is kulo kolio. An Ola is completely burned. Nobody shares in an Ola. It's all burned to God. The Ramban says, She'ein Hashem, since no one is aware of this particular Avera except for God, therefore, the carbon is completely given to God. The Torah says the purpose of the carbon. I said you bring the carbon according to Rashi, because Rashi, the Gemara, the Ramban, all quote the Gemara that you bring the carbon for a love say or for a say. In other words, an error of omission. What? is the result of the carbon. So Torah says clearly, The word nirtza is interesting. What is Some sort of atonement. What's v'nirtzalo? The word ratzon. Where does it come from? So Rashi here, the Ramban here on Chumash, has two different interpretations. And I think there's a difference between the two of them. The first interpretation says the Ramban, v'loshon v'nirtzalo, Yachzar el Hashem hanichbat hanizkar. She yisratzer lo b'karban hazelichaper alav. Somehow the nirtza is like we use the word nirtza in the Haggadah. The acceptance of the Seder is considered the act of nirtza. And here, you somehow return to Hashem and you find favor again in the eyes of God. She yisratzer lo b'karban hazelichaper alav. He calls a pasuk in Tanakh, a pasuk in Shmuel. Then he suggests another perush. Somehow, the nirtza could be referring to the sin itself. That the Chait somehow now will find favor in the eyes of God that he will be mechaper for it. According to the first interpretation, the nirtzalo lechaper love is referring to the relationship between man and God. The nirtzalo, this person and God somehow come closer together by bringing the carbon, so you find favor in the eyes of God. 
But the carbon itself does not relate to this particular chait. Unlike a chatas and an asham, where the carbon specifically relates to this particular type of avera, a carbon ola doesn't come because of this avera, it comes to somehow fix your relationship with God, to cement a closer relationship between you and God. According to the second shot, Nirza by an Ola might also refer to a Chet. It might be in that sense like a Chatas and Asham which has direct relevance to the particular Chet. And Nirza alone, this particular Aveira is somehow also going to be received. Received is a strange word, but somehow HaKadosh Baruch Hu will forgive this particular thing that he did. The Gemara says in Zvachim, that a carbon ola is called a doron. The word doron was used in modern Hebrew today as a gift. The Gemara says, ola doron hui. Ola is a gift. What are you talking about? If the person is without tshuva, he did something, or he omitted something that he did not do tshuva for, zevach v'shem to'eva. Interestingly enough, the Gemara says that even for an Aveira, which is that of not being mekayma mitzvah say, he's called a rasha, zevach v'shem to'eva. Therefore, the carbon would have been if he did tshuva. Could not have been unless he did tshuva. Ika tshuva, if he did do tshuva. We have a tradition that a person transgressed the mitzvah hasei. That means he did not fulfill the mitzvah, but he did shuva. So immediately he gets mechila. You don't need any special intervention. Shuva is the means through which you attain whatever kapara is necessary for a person who is over a mitzvah hasei. So what's the carbon for? The Gemara says, Elashmamina Doron. A carbon ola is called a Doron. Rashi says, It's not a real kapara. Carbon ola is not a real kapara. A chatas, an asham, is a carbon which has a real kapara. The carbon is a real kapara. But ola comes after tshuva. And what's the purpose according to Rashi? Lehakbolas ponim. Somehow to come again into the presence of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ka'adam shesarach b'melech. Like a person who did some act against the king. And he somehow appeased him with his intermediaries. And then when he comes to the king face to face, he already somehow sends someone, the praklitim, he already sends people to somehow ritzo, somehow to appease him. But now, when he sees him the first time, maybe doron, he brings a doron, a gift. And this gift is called the carbon ola. So, the function of the ola in one respect, has in it an element of Rizui, but it doesn't really have in it the element of a true Mechaper. The Ramban in Chumash 
uses the phrase that's found in the Gemara, and he says that Ola is mechaper on a person who did not fulfill a mitzvah saseh, or a lavhanit saseh, shalom is kabamonish. There's no specific punishment for that. Ela she'enam ritsuyim lamelech ba'avur she'avra mitzvaso. They're somehow not in favor with the king because they transgressed. Now, the word avar sometimes means you did an act of commission. But you could say over al mitzvah. So a person transgressed the will of God. He transgressed the commandment of God. Not by necessarily by an act of commission, but even by an act of omission. The Rambam, we'll get to it again, the Rambam in Hilchah Shuvah, in the very beginning, Perak Aleph, Halach Aleph, the Rambam says, Kol Mitzvah Shuvah Torah, Bein Asei, Bein Lot Asei, all the Mitzvahs of Torah, whether they're Mitzvahs Asei or Mitzvahs Lot Asei, Kesha Avar Adam Al Echad Mehem, when a person transgresses one of those Mitzvahs. Now, there we're talking about Mitzvahs Asei and Lot Asei, and the Rambam uses the same verb, Kesha Avar Adam. Perhaps Kesha Avar doesn't just mean that you did something wrong. By a lotase, of course, most lotases involved some, doing something wrong. In mitzvahs assay, there are cases of bitul assay, where a person would do something that's, by the very act that he's doing, he is somehow being mevatel the, the mitzvah. For example, a person doesn't eat on sukkis. He's not, he doesn't eat a meal. It's cholamoid sukkis. He doesn't eat a meal. You don't have to eat a meal. So he's not mekayim the assay of sukkah. But, Eating outside the sukkah is an act of bitl assay. He is, at that moment, he's going against the assay. That could be the meaning of avar al assay. But there's another meaning of avar al assay. A person did not put on filin. There's nothing wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't commit any immoral act. He just did not put on filin. That's an, a person who's not mekayim an assay. And we could use the same phrase. Sha'avar al mitzvah. A person transgressed the mitzvah. Not that he did something wrong, but he went against the mitzvah. So in such a case, how will they find favor again in the eyes of their master? So the Ramban used the word that I said in the Chumash, with this gift. The Ramban is careful. He uses the Lashon of the Gemara. It doesn't say that this is a, a real kapara. This gift that you give to HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps you to find favor again in the eyes of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who somehow was upset with you because you were not Nekayim the Mitzvah Saseh. This concept of the Karban Ola coming to, as a Doron, as a Kapara, will have ramification in the laws of Vidui that are to be said over Kabbalahs in general. The Rambam in Hilchas Masei Kabbalahs, Perigimel, mentions all the laws of Vidui. When you do smicha, smicha is to place your hands with all your weight on the behema, and at that time you have to say Vidui. So the Rambam says, for each carbon you say Vidui. And he mentions which carbonos have to have Vidui. Peregimel, Hilchas Masei Kabbalahs, Halacha Yud Dalet. Misvadem, Alchatas, Avon Chatas. On the Chatas, you say the specific Aver that you did. Al Asham, 
Avon HaAsham. The same thing is true by the Karban Asham. You mentioned the specific Avera of the Karban Asham. The Alaola Misvade Avon Asei Avon Lota Asei Shenita You say Vidui for the Asei and for the Lota Asei Shenita which is what we learned. Except the Ram adds one word, which is interesting. The Ram uses the word Avon Asei. Now, Avon usually would imply something that was done as an act of commission. And Avon, you did something wrong. The Ramam uses the concept of Avon Asay, uh, uh, presumably for any Beetle Asay, for any time a person was either did an act to negate the Asay or just was oblivious and did not fulfill the Asay, the Ramam still calls it an Avon Asay. What I explained before, this is tantamount to saying, Hu Avar Aratzon And Avera means that a person, Avar It doesn't mean necessarily that he did something wrong. He transgressed the will of God. He did not conform to the will of God. And the Rambam says, you say, Vidui. Interesting, in this halacha, the Rambam says the Vidui for a chatas, an asham, and for an ola. He does not mention here the Vidui for an asham talui. An asham talui is brought in a case where a person transgressed a severe Easter, but he's not really sure if he transgressed. One of the classic examples would be if a person was Michal Shabbos, Bein Hashmashos of either Knesset Shabbos or Motsai Shabbos. Bein Hashmashos, which we paskin, is a Safik Yom Safik Laila. A person did Melacha at that specific time. Bein Hashmashos, he did Melacha. He really is not sure if he was Michal Shabbos or not Michal Shabbos, in which case he brings an Ashim Tolui. The Ram doesn't have such a concept of Vidui. The Achronim discusses there were Vidui in case of Hashem Tolui. The uh, Radvaz on the Rambam says, you do say a Vidui, which is a conditional type of Vidui. If what I indeed ate was B'Shogeg, was, was or in the case that I said, if I indeed was Mechal Shabbos, because this was considered Shabbos, then I meant to bring this carbon. The Rav Chaver is not sure that there's a, any concept of Vidui for Hashem Tolui at all, because it's not mentioned at all in the Rambam. But for Chatas, Hashem, and Ola, there's a specific Vidui. The Rambam then goes on to say, and what is this Vidui? Ketzad Misvade, what do you say? Omer Chotasi Avisi Pashati Vasiti Kafakach. Chotasi Avisi Pashati are three different words to explain the fact that a person sinned. There is there are differences between Chaita Avon and Pesha, but that's not our issue now. Asiti Kafakach, I did so, such and such a thing. Now, again, in a Karban Ola, the Ram says you do, you say Vidui in all these Kabanos, in Ola, Chatas, and Asham. I understand that in Chatas Nashim you say Asisi Kach Vakach. In a Karbanola, it seems difficult to say Asisi Kach Vakach. If a person was Mavatal in Mitzvah say, as I said before, if a person would happen to eat outside the Sukkot and Sukkot, that is a Bitul Asay. If a person doesn't wear 
Arba Kantos. The person doesn't wear tzitzis. So, he's not, it does not fulfill the assay. But if he wears a begot of Arba Kantos without tzitzis, so that's called a bitl assay. He did an act which negated the very essence of the mitzvah. In such a case, I can understand why a person would say, but if it's just a person who's not mekayim and assay, it's hard to say that he should say the words vasisi kach v'kach. He should rather say below vasisi kach v'kach. I did not do what a kashverchu told me. But yet, that's not the major issue that I find in, this, in the text. The Ram says the, the lashon avidui for all chatas, asham, and ola is chatasi avisi pashati vasisi kach v'kach v'chazayti v'tshuva. I did do tshuva l'fanecha the Ramam always mentions tshuva lifnei Hashem. Chazayti b'tshuva lifanecha v'zu kaparasi. And this is my kapara. This carbon is my kapara. Now that language certainly makes sense by a chatas and an asham. The chatas and an asham are the kapara for the specific chait. But by a carbon ola, to say v'zu kaparasi doesn't seem to make sense. As we pointed out in the Gemara and Zvachim Dav the point of the Karban is a person did tshuva, and really tshuva is effective. The Karban Ola is not Zu Kaparasi. You could say Zu Hartsa also. This is the Karban that will create the Ritzu. This will create, again, the relationship between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's not really the Karban that is a Kapara. There is a Sefer, called Mayim Chaim, which is quoted by the, in the Rambam Frankel, in the, in the Rav Shaptai Frankel edition of the Rambam, who raised the point that the phrase Vezuka Parasi should not really be said in the Karban Ola, because there is no Kapara. It could add to this point. The Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva, Tarek Aleph, Halacha Aleph, mentioned the laws of Tshuva, and he mentioned also the laws of Vidur. There the Rambam says that when a person does Shuvah, he should say Vidur. We all know that there's a big discussion in this particular Rambam if the mitzvah itself is a mitzvah called Shuvah or is the mitzvah a mitzvah called Vidur. But the Chomikre, the Rambam thinks that a person must do Shuvah with Vidur or through Vidur, Vidur by itself, whatever it is, it's a mitzvah of Shuvah Vidur. The Rambam there says in Parakalat Halacha Aleph, "Kol balechatos v'ashamos be'eshim ivim kavanoseim ashigasam u'alzdonam ein miskaper lohem bekarbana matshiyas etshuva." Anybody who is chayiv to bring a chatas and an asham for a shogeg, or in a case where you bring for a mezid, ein miskaper lohem bekarbanam, the carbon does not attain kapara unless you do tshuva. And they have to say, orally, this concept of vidui. The, the Rambam does not mention a word there that a person who brings an olas to say vidui. In Hilchos Maser Kabanas, the Rambam said, everybody has to say vidui. A bal chatas, a bal asham, and a bal ola. You have to say the vidui. But in Hilchos Chuvay, they didn't mention it. He only said, Bali Chatos and Hashamas have to say Vidui. Why didn't he say a person who brings an old ass to say Vidui? I think the answer is quite simple. In Hilchus Tshuva, the Ramah tells us how to attain Kapara. 
How does a person attain kapara for a particular avera? So for chatas and asham, you don't attain kapara through bringing the carbon. You can only attain kapara if you bring the carbon and say vidui. Vidui is a, a conditia sine qua non in order to attain the kapara necessary for the person that brings the chatas and asham. In Hilchus Shuvah, the Ram discusses how do you do Shuvah, how do you get Kapara? For an Ola, there's no need to have Vidui for the purpose of Kapara. As the Gemara said in Zvachim, once a person did Shuvah, Lo, the very moment that a person does Shuvah, automatically, HaKadosh Baruch Mochel. You don't need to bring a carbon for the Mechila, for the Kapara. But... Therefore, in Hilchus, the Ramam Hilchus Shiva wouldn't mention the Vidui. But in Hilchus Masar Kabanov, the Ramam is talking not just about attaining the Tshuva, the Halach of Hilchus Shiva. There the Ram is giving the Halach of Kabanos. And there the Halach of Kabanos for a, an Ola is to attain Ritsui. Ritsui can only be attained through the Karban together with the Vidui. Kapara can be attained without the Vidui, but without the Karban at all. But Ritzli can only be attained through the carbon, through the through the vidui of the Ola. The Raman, by the way, adds over there that carbon shlamim, which is a carbon which doesn't come alachet bichlal. A carbon shlamim is not like a chatas and asham which comes for a specific avera. It's not even like an Ola which comes for a bitlase. It's a carbon shlamim. So there, the Raman says. There is no vidui and shlamim. Interestingly, the Rambam uses the words It seems to me a chiddush that a person is not misvada on shlamim. There's no vidui and shlamim. Now, the Radvaz asks a question. Of course, there's no vidui and shlamim. Shlamim doesn't come for a chait. How could it be? What is the what is, what is the chiddush? Kevon sheina shlamim boy malachet pshita mayusvada. What's the point of saying vidui? If you assume that by ola the purpose of saying vidui is not really for kapara, but it's for some higher concept, the concept of ritzli, somehow to attain favor in the eyes of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the. The vidui that said there is to accompany your carbon with speaking to HaKadosh Baruch when explaining that I really want to be closer to you. I regret whatever I did in the past and I want what I didn't do in the past and I want to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is the vidui. So therefore it would seem that by Shlomin there is a possibility of saying vidui. Not vidui in the sense of saying I did something wrong. But in the vidui in the sense of Ritzui, I'm trying also by bringing this carbon to come closer to Hashem. I think the Ramam indeed really feels that's true. Because the Ramam says, The Ramam says the Chiddush, <coughs> by a, a carbon Shlamim, it's true you don't say Vidui, but you do have to say something. What do you say? For example, when you bring a carbon Toda, it seems logical that the president should say the Parak of Tilim Nizma La Soda. The carbon Toda is accompanied with words. The accompaniment of those words, the Ramam seems to see, think it's his own Chiddush. It seems that there's no source for this. <coughs> that there's no 
vidui, I said, is, might be some sort of a chiddush that I'm trying to find vidui. But the very fact that Ram says you don't say vidui, but you say shavach, apparently by shlamim, in a similar concept, although not exactly the same, Ola does come for an act of omission of doing something wrong. A shlam comes for nothing at all, for no, nothing that was done either by commission or by omission, but yet you do say something to attain some sort of ritzli also by shlamim, and therefore the Raman says, Omer Debe Shavach. We've seen that there is a carbon Ola, which is the first carbon both in the parish of Ayikra and in the parish of Tzav. This carbon is Kachay Kadashim, the higher level of Kedusha of Karbanos, but it's a carbon whose function, whose purpose, is not said, stated clearly in Chumash. We try to find the sources that to explain why you bring a carbon, Ola, and the Rashi quoting earlier sources says you bring a carbon for a bitl assay. The Ramban suggested not only for bitl assay, for only an assay of, <coughs> for not for an assay, but for a vera of hiralev, of just thinking. And we saw that there is no real chiv to bring this carbon because you do not really acquire kapara through the carbon. The kapara for this type of act of omission, of not fulfilling a mitzvah, is really tshuva and tshuva alone. You don't need a carbon, and you don't need vidri. But even a person who doesn't need vidri, who doesn't need shuva, somehow understands that he needs the feeling of ritzli. According to the perush, perushim of the Ramban, one concept of ritzli could be ritzli of the chet, and the other perush of ritzli could be ritzli of the person. I'd like to conclude with using the words of the Ksava Kabbalah. He says, V'nirtzalo yaskim birtzono l'nakos atzmo mikisme pishol v'chatao. V'nirtza al haratzon hapashut ha'ole v'kerev ish l'atzos dvama. The ratzon of V'nirtzalo, according to the Ksava Kabbalah, is the ratzon of the person, that he wants to do something. And he quotes the Pasuk in Ish what a person wants to do. A person wants to come closer to Hashem. He knew what he did before is neged, against against the will of God. It's something that you do. The person expresses his own ratzon. Not that he'll be, just become close to the Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's his ratzon that's expressed in the Karban that he wants to come closer to Hashem. Today's Yomit, we will review shortly Halachot of Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The basic din of Rosh Chodesh is that it's Asur Betanit Uvehesped. Certain days, days of even a minimum of, of Yontif. So the basic halacha is you're not allowed to fast and you're not allowed to lahaspid. You're not allowed to eulogize. In other words, to arouse grief. The reason why one doesn't eulogize is because eulogizing arouses grief. 
And that's also Ein Omrim Bo Tzidukadin. For the same reason. Tzidukadin said when one is in a cemetery, uh, if one hasn't been there for 30 days. So again, these days, one doesn't engage, one doesn't dwell on, on death because it arouses, it arouses mourning. That's the basic halacha of, of Rosh Chodesh. As a derivative of that, the minag is, minag b'chol yisad, is one doesn't say tachnun on those days which are asurim b'tanitu behesped. Not exactly the same halacha, tachnun doesn't involve mourning, but tachnun is based on yom tzara. It's based on the fact that we are trying to, we have a problem, we have a tzara, we're in trouble, and we're trying to get out of it. And uh, therefore, in these days, we don't mention our troubles, just as the original halacha said, one doesn't mention death or, or, or reasons for mourning. Uh, the uh, the post can bring down that there's a mitzvah, the harbot besuda barosh chodesh. Uh, there is a concept of Su'udat Rosh Chodesh. It's not like Su'udat Shabbat, which is an absolute Chiyuv, or Su'udat Yom Tov, which is a Chiyuv. But there is a, a concept of Su'udat Rosh Chodesh, Mitzvah Laharbot V'Su'udat. It doesn't mean you don't mean, it necessarily mean a special Su'udat, but one should attempt to make a special Su'udat, or to make the Su'udat which one eats anyhow, if one eats a regular meal, to add... Something to make it a little bit more special to give significance to the day. It's called Sudat Rosh Chodesh. We know that in Tanakh, Shaul HaMelech had a Sudah on Rosh Chodesh, the story of David who did not come to the Sudah, which we remember from uh, from Sefer uh, Shemuel. The other halacha I'd like to mention has to do with Ya'alev Yavo. On Rosh Chodesh, we add Ya'alev Yavo to Bekat uh, Ritzei in Shacharit Mincha Vema'ariv. In general, if one has Yalva Yavo and one doesn't say it, you have to repeat Shmanese. In short, if you remember, when you're still in Bakat say, then you say it and, and finish say. If uh, you remember before you finished Shmanese, you can go back to say and say Yalva Yavo and continue from there. If you finish Shmanese completely, then you have to go back to the beginning of the Shmanese and start the beginning in order to say Ya'alev Yavo. And Rosh Chodesh is one exception to that rule, and that has to do with Ma'ariv. Since Ein Mekadshimet HaChodesh Balayla, even though Rosh Chodesh obviously begins at night, but but Ein Mekadshimet HaChodesh Balayla, the the the, the uh, procedure of Kiddush HaChodesh could not take place at night; it'd be quite a bit din, which could only meet during the day. So therefore, if one forgets accidentally to say Ya'alev Yavom in Ma'ariv, either the first day of Rosh Chodesh or if there are two days on the second day. Then one does not have to repeat. One does not have to repeat Yalev uh, That's all for today. Tomorrow's shiur will be in Parshat Hashavua. Until then, Kol Tov Bivakat Hatorah Mitzion. You've been listening to KMTT. Ki Mitzion Tetzei Torah Udvar Hashem Miyerushalayim.